G'day everyone and welcome to a special interview we've got uh, with Crow's young gun, Ned McHenry, um, who uh, has broken into the Crow's best 22 this season. Ned, how are you going? Yeah, I'm well, thanks, Bob. Thanks for having me on, man. Oh, no worries at all. Uh, and uh, we were just saying before we started, you pulled up a ride after, uh, after Saturday? Yeah, yeah, pulled up fine. Um, my body and stuff's all good. Obviously, I'm going to get disappointed, but um, yeah, no body and, and pulled up okay. So, yeah, that was pleasing. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Ned, we usually go over a bit of backstory because it's a good opportunity for uh, fans to learn a little bit about uh, the new players in the club and you've been on the list now for a couple of years. Um, have you found the transition to Matthew Nick's uh, challenging or different? Yeah, it has been different. Um, I wouldn't say challenging. I've really enjoyed it. and I've really enjoyed working with Nick. He's brought a different kind of dynamic to the club, which I think everyone's really embraced quite well. And obviously he's a great guy and he's just looking to get the best out of us players. So I've really enjoyed it. I had one year under Pikey and obviously my second year under Nixie. And um, yeah, both coaches were great, a little bit different, but um, I've, I've really enjoyed working with Nixie. Yeah. Now, there's been plenty of stories, uh, just going back to uh, your junior days, plenty of stories about you running 100-kilometre jogs just for no reason at all. How accurate are those, mate? Did you sort of run off into the distance and forget to turn around when you were younger? <laughs> um, yeah, some of those stories certainly grow legs a little bit, a little bit and get longer <laughs> and longer as the story goes on. But, yeah, I just I enjoyed running when I was a kid. It was a, it was a good challenge and a good escape, I suppose. I just enjoyed running longer distances and, and just going and kind of seeing how far you could get. So, yeah, there is definitely some truth to a few of those stories. But as I said, um, some stories like that often grow legs. <laughs> yeah, like Malcolm Blight's uh, kick growing from uh, 60 metres to, I think it's up to about 85 metres now, down at Cadinia Park. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm a fisherman too, mate, so I'm well aware of people, um, people oh, yeah. certain catches and things like that too with fishing, so similar stuff. <laughs> um, so you came up through the Geelong Falcons and, um, uh, you know, without being... Uh, um, Heightest, uh, you're a, you're a shorter player um, in comparison to a lot of other um, um, players in the system. Can you tell me a little bit about any sort of unique challenges um, that you faced? Uh, given, you know, you might not be what the current optimum AFL height is. Yeah, um, I haven't really um, I haven't really thought about it too much to be honest. Obviously, oh, sorry, <laughs> that you can't really control. Um, so yeah, I just kind of look to control the things I can control. And, and modern football at the moment is obviously a high pressure game. It's a high running game. So I'm fortunate that um, I suppose there's, there's a few rules for players like me and, and players my size. And I think across the league now we're seeing some guys um, have real impact across across the competition at, at my kind of height and similar roles. So yeah, obviously fortunate that this kind of day and age suits sometimes players like myself. And I reckon back yeah. in the day there would have been guys um, like me probably playing. Oh, mate, to be honest with you, back in my day, you would have probably been a ruckman because uh, each generation has grown about five <laughs> five centimetres. Uh, uh, the ruckman yeah, in, yeah, in my team growing up was like six foot one. Can you imagine? Yeah, um, <laughs> um, but you're right. I mean, we've got blokes like Prestia running around now and uh, Caleb Daniel down at West Western Bulldogs. Um, I guess... Um, 
it's unique about our game. Do you find that that puts you in a specific role, and has that sort of led you into a specific role in your uh, in your career so far? Um, yeah, probably in a way. Um, I like to think I have some element of versatility with the ability to probably play kind of wing and, and half forward at the moment, and hopefully down the track look to play a little bit more inside in the midfield. So there's probably three ways that I look to try and play and try and add, add an option to. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's certainly an element at a certain size, um, different kind of niches and roles to suit that. Just like we yeah. need tall guys, as you say, playing in the rock and playing in key position roles, we also need small guys playing in different roles. So yeah, as I said, I think the modern game's kind of adapted, hasn't it? So now there's just different 100%. kind of sizes and, and so... And look, your your strengths are, are clearly your aerobic endurance, um, your attack at the ball in the contest, your tackling has been fantastic to watch. Um, you know, uh, uh, those sort of things bring um, some good defensive pressure to the mix. Um, what areas of your game have you found that you've needed to, to work on and what areas of your game do you feel, you know, have, have added to the mix for the Crows? Yeah, so in terms of working on it, there's plenty of things that I'm obviously looking to, to try and get better at. Um, my disposal is a big one, so just being clean and, and efficient with the ball is important at AFL level. Um, most players are really clean, especially at my size. It's crucial that I'm clean and, and efficient, so that's something I'm looking to get better at and try and do, obviously, at AFL level. And then, as well, to be honest, my body is something that I've had to really kind of work on and, and get to a state where you know I'm not breaking down and... Sorry, excuse me, and I can um, you know train at the level and train consistently and play without having kind of injury issues, which is going to help me back a little bit in my first couple of years. So um, yeah, getting my body to a position where I can train and, and then work on those things that I'm looking to work on. Yeah, have you found it a bit of a step up from junior level to? I mean, obviously it is, um, but that step up, even even though you're a bit of an endurance beast, you know, it's it's a different thing altogether to train specifically to play AFL football, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely it is, and, and it's had its challenges. I think for a lot of guys, talking to them, you know, guys in kind of the six, six and, and seventh years now, they say in their first couple of years it was it was a bit of a challenge transitioning because we get up, you know, almost every day and train and, and gym and do all kinds of things. So, yeah. um, but you know, they've been really good to me in kind of just, you know, making sure that I just breathe and make sure everything's okay in terms of that. Yeah, they had some struggles too in their first couple of years, and, and the key is just working really diligently and making sure you get your body in a position where it's ready to then train and play and and, and that gives, gives you a good position to kind of get better at the things you want to get better at and play because you're not going to improve if you're not out on the track really and you're not playing games. Yeah, 100%. Um, now, we had Harry on a couple of weeks ago and we were talking to him about the vibe around the club. Um, just from an outsider's perspective, looking in, it looks like there's a real, um, uh, or Matthew has really tried to instill um, a family environment and a and a team ethos. Is that is that something? Is that an accurate sort of perception? Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. And and those are kind of things that we talk about, you know, just as much as we talk about our footy kind of tactics and game plans and stuff. You know, the culture and the environment we want to create, we feel, is just as important as that kind of stuff. And, and everyone's buying in really well. We've got a, a clear picture of what we want to create. And, um, yeah, guys, as I said, are buying in and creating that. And it starts with the older guys, but the younger guys as well, bringing the energy, and they're really wanting to improve and, and look to add to that dynamic. So, um, mate, the club's just a great place to be at the moment. We're all just really hungry to get better. 
Yeah, is there a sense of a, a start of a journey for, for this group? Uh, a little bit, but yeah, we're also in the moment, I think. I think that's one of the great things. We're present, you know, every week we feel like we can win. We want to win now. We're not, you know, three buildings are worth that's kind of getting thrown around a little bit in the mix. But, you know, we're, we're here now. We really want to win and play well, and there's a lot of competition for spots. Everyone's competitive. So as much as there is a lot of growth, uh, I suppose, from the younger guys, it's also, you know, we're here to play and we, we want to do well this year for sure. I mean, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because you get all the pundits and commentators and idiots like me talk about rebuilding and structures and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I've played footy. I know what it's like. Every time you get over the white line, you're just playing to win, aren't you? So uh, it's really good to hear that the club's not shying away from actually trying to win games and let the cards fall as they may, so to speak. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and we'll improve and, and younger players will get better, hopefully playing like me and other young guys, you know, we'll get better doing that. We want to go out and win and win games of footy and, and play really well as a group. We want to play our role and support each other and, and that's what's going to help us improve. And I think, you know, this year that, that's what we're setting out to do. We're not here just to, you know, to rebuild as such. I suppose that's kind of the language around some of the commentary at the club at the moment, um, going through different phases. But we've got some older guys who are, you know, really good players and really good leaders of this footy club and they're, and they're trying to pull us along as young guys and it's, it's just great to be a part of it at the moment. Yeah, I'd really like you to do me a favour and have a look in Tex's bag and see what sort of um, diet he's on or what he's doing because he's in the form of his life at the moment. Well, and I want some of what he's star, having. <laughs> yeah, mate, he's just a star. We need to see what half lunch he's eating because uh, yeah. Yeah, I want some of that as well. I'm share it around. I don't know what he's having to do. Yeah, hey, um, uh, not only have you had Matthew Nix coming to replace Don, but you've also had an influx of new uh, line coaches and assistant coaches this year. Have you noticed much difference in terms of the way that the um, the team is structuring up game day wise and it's like new tactics. You don't have to go be specific, but has there been a lot of change in that regard? Um, there's been there's been some changes. There's been some things that just kept similar as well. Um, it's like every year we're, we're looking to improve all the time and, and adjust things and get the best out of our group. Um, you know, work out what kind of group we have and how we can best you know employ that to to play well and do well and support one another. So yeah, there's been some changes, but. You know, nothing's certainly crazy. We've just adjusted some things and, and those coaches that have come in have just been fantastic. I've loved working with all of them. Yeah. Hey, um, and when we spoke to Harry, uh, the new um, standing on the mark rule wasn't in yet. I don't even think Stephen Hocking had thought about it then. Um, how has that impact, from a player's perspective, how has that impacted you on game day, apart from just remembering to be a statue? How, has it changed tactics and the, it looks from the outside as if it's changed the game completely. Is that how it feels? Uh, it, do, it does feel like the game is moving moving a little bit more kind of offensively, isn't it? And there's higher scoring games. So yeah. perspective, I think they'd probably be looking at it and say, so far it's been, been a good, good kind of um, introduction. But yeah, I mean, I'm not sure really. I think as players it's been something we've had to kind of consider and think about and it has been a bit of an adjustment but 
when you're playing, you're just kind of out there, just just thinking about your role more so than more so than maybe what it looks like as a viewer. But I, I definitely think it has improved scoring and from a fan's perspective and watching games. I mean, I'm not sure what kind of games you enjoy watching, but I suppose it has helped help score team score. So um, I suppose it could be a positive there. Yeah, uh, I mean, not to touch on the game versus Sydney too much, but uh, it seems to me that. Um, at times, if you lose your shape a bit, um, other clubs can just make it very, very difficult to get the ball back off them. Have you found like defensive running to have increased to try and, you know, not too much clog up space, but these days you almost have to man up now, don't you? Yeah, in some ways, in some ways, a lot of a lot of teams, all teams, will play a certain kind of team defence style, but they'll try and they'll try and play. So, um, you know, we're, we're similar. Obviously, we have a style that we want to do. So, the man on the mark has, has changed a few things. But, um, yeah, I suppose it's just something we'll have to adjust to and, and keep getting better at and, and work out ways that we can make it see us. Because, as you say, it certainly has it has changed a few things. Yeah. Now, um, oh, I don't want to be... Uh don't want to be too much focused on this, but you are known to uh, like a bit of chirp. Would that be a fair statement? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. It depends, depends who you're talking to, I suppose. I, I, yeah, I was talking and I talked to people, but, yeah, not, not, not crazy. Can, can you tell me what the best sledge is that you've received? Rather, not given out because I don't want to go down there, but have you received a really good sledge where you're going, yeah, all right, I'll pay that one? Yeah, I mean, there's plenty, plenty of decent ones. There's, there's some older guys that always kind of get into you and, and tell you the kind of speak I'm spoken to and, you know, and they're young guys around and that kind of stuff. And, yeah, it's been interesting the dynamic out there. I suppose it was no different really to any other football. It's played as cool and there's a bit of stuff that goes on. But I actually can't recall anything that's been too crazy. There's plenty of explicit things I probably could have Yeah, it's more so just older players, I think, trying to... Tell you to pull your head in a little bit. Put put you back in your spot. Um, look, mate. Yeah. Um, now um, you've got VB now as sort of midfield coach, and I guess you've spent a bit of time with him and also James Raleigh. Is there anyone at the club specifically that you look at or that has sort of served as a bit of a mentor for you down there? Yeah, those, those two guys are fantastic, and obviously coming in as, as newer kind of line coaches, they've been amazing at introducing a few new things and, and really, you know, supporting us and, and helping us with young players working on our craft. But as I said, we've got some older guys as well at the club, um, or older guys that take a lot of young players under their wing and such and constantly looking at vision and, and helping out and phone calls constantly and just guys that are just constantly looking to make you a better player and help you improve. Um, you know, guys like Tom Lynch and, and players like that, especially Lynchy, I mean, he's just fantastic. He's He's always looking to make you better, and he's someone who's obviously worked with me a little bit, playing a little bit of forward and, and trying to help me with that. So, you know, it's funny because we, from the outside, we view Lynchy as a bit of a larrikin and enjoys a bit of a laugh and uh, doesn't mind a bit of chirp himself. But every time I speak to a player, uh, Tom Lynch's name comes up as a leader. It, it, he clearly is, you know, a leader around the place. He has, a, he has a massive impact on this footy club and talking about what Nixie is trying to create and has created in, in terms of an environment where we, we put each other first, we prioritise others. You know, it is a family feel down here and, and he's someone who just drives that so well and you see him just that way every day. He just puts people before himself and constantly looking to help others and make each other better. So, 
yeah, he, he's someone who drives that. And as a younger player, it's just hard not to, you know, feel that that's infectious and, and try and follow suit. Yeah, yeah. Now, the last bloke uh, who was any good who came from Geelong uh, is now the king of Geelong. Um, and, uh, you know, we just want to make sure that you stick around. Have you got an Adelaide girlfriend or you got ties in Adelaide or, uh, you know, are, are we going to see you go back and surf down at Torquay and walk around the main street of Geelong at some stage? Yeah. Obviously, talking about Paddy Dangerfield, he's a um, he's a great fellow, Paddy. He, he loves his fishing and loves his boating too. So I'm, I'm actually going to fishing. I've got a North Bank boat, which Paddy Paddy has one as well, actually. So uh, I know yeah. Paddy, and he gets out in that out of the Mate, I'm so happy and settled in Adelaide at the moment. And I know that's a cliche thing to say, and you hear that in the news and the media all the time. But I really am pretty settled here. I've got I've got a lot going on here, and you know, as I said, I like getting out in the boat and doing some fishing and stuff. So. Yeah. For me, at the moment, Adelaide certainly doesn't have anything, you know, doesn't miss anything that Geelong has, um, if that makes sense. So I'm, I'm just yeah. forward and just looking to hopefully continue on and to steal at this city club and, and keep living by the values that Missy's trying to introduce. Yeah. And speaking of Paddy, how's Jake Kelly going? Is he uh, recovering from that concussion, do you know? Yeah, Jake's going really well. He's recovered, he's recovered well. And I think he'll look to hopefully play against Gold Coast. Um, on the weekend, pending some assessment stuff and whether he gets through training. But I do know he's feeling really good. I think all of his symptoms have cleared up. And, yeah, I think he's in a position now where he's ready to train and, and get back to playing. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, just to finish off, mate, we do have Gold Coast up this week and uh, some of um, our listeners will be hearing this after that game. So chance to... Uh, uh, you know, prophesize a little bit. Uh, they looked all right on the weekend. Um, I guess today is your uh, Monday is your um, look at the opposition day, is it, or is that later in the week? Yeah, we'll have a little bit of look at Oppo today, more so kind of review the game from the weekend and and look to find a couple of things that we can we can fix up and make us a better side going into the next week. So. We'll look at that kind of thing as, as well as a flush out today and get the legs going again and get back ready to train, train really hard this week and, and prepare for a good game against Gold Coast. But we'll look at them probably more so down the track in the week and, and see what they bring. But at the moment, it's about us. You know, we know what kind of brand our pros footy is. And if we bring that, we feel like we can match it with, with anyone in the competition. Yeah, uh, well, your game against Geelong certainly showed that. Uh, the way you controlled uh, the contest uh, for periods of that game was, was fantastic. It was so exciting. And, uh, you know, as you mentioned with Tex, seeing a lead-up forward again, it, you know, it takes us back to the 90s, which is fantastic. Ned, look, it's been great talking to you, mate. We've loved uh, seeing you come on uh, in the last couple of years, and it looks like you're... you're you know, really starting to forge a spot in, in the Crows team, which is great. You bring a lot of energy and a lot of pressure. I think uh, a lot of people are going to remember the four tackles you laid in 10 seconds against Geelong for quite some time. <laughs> um, but I, th- I don't think you got credit for those four tackles. Um, but, uh, look, we really appreciate your time and uh, we wish you all the best for the weekend and for the rest of the season. Thanks, Rob, mate. Thanks so much for having me on. It was a great chat. And, um... Yeah, we're looking forward to this weekend. Thanks, man. Good on you, mate.